Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Girl Things podcast with Laura and Tamika. Today our topic is the art of saying no. Do you wish that you had more hours in a day? Do you feel like no matter how much you do, it's never enough and your task list is rarely ever completed? Have you ever wanted to start working out but haven't had the time? Have you wanted to start working on your passion project but can't find the time? The lack of time is what most people think they struggle with. However, today we'll be breaking it down to discuss how it's not exactly a time issue that we face. Instead, it's actually a priority issue that we need to address. Many of us grew up with the mentality that in order to be successful, we need to be busy. The more we can juggle, the better our life will be. However, that truly isn't the case, is it? What do you think of the topic, to be honest, Amika? Mm, I guess there's a few different takes to it, Laura. Um, and I love that we can come together and really share different views uh, on the uh, topic itself. So I think, um, look, let's start off with, I guess, talking about the art of saying no and how you think that, you know, putting in boundaries for yourself has impacted your life either negatively or, or positively. Mm, I think that... Um, growing up as a younger girl, mm. I tried to say yes to as many things as possible because, mm-hmm. you know, like with um, what I've mentioned before that, you know, we grew up with this mentality of the more that I can do, the better I can be. And it was, uh, it was trendy to, or popular to multitask. Mm-hmm. So the more things you can multitask, the, the better you are, the more efficient you are at things. Mm-hmm. Um, where it, whereas now it's completely different. The better you are at single tasking, the more efficient you are at your job and the more productive you can be um, in a single area. So um, I think reflecting back on how I used to be, the reason why I was so prone to saying yes to everything and trying my best with every single thing because I guess I wanted the validation and it was less of because I wanted to do these things and more so to um, be reaffirmed and reassured that I was actually good at something, that I was accepted. Mm, I can absolutely relate with you, Laura, there. And I think that's a big part for us. I think we're always seeking that validation from somebody else or, you know, trying to please someone else. Um, but really our own needs and, um, you know, values are set aside, um, to make somebody else happy. Mm. For me, I guess, um, you know, I grew up and, as a, pe- a people pleaser. Um, and I think when, probably in my early 20s, when I did move to Ballarat, I think I tried to find out who I am and, and, you know, recreate my identity. And as a result of that, I was trying to, I guess, find all these these groups or I guess these interests that I would feel like would be enough for me. So for instance, um, to be quite, um, you know, open, um, back when I was like 18 or 19, mm-hmm. um, and... I met my, my real dad for the first time and he actually went to church. So for me, I felt like, you know, I had to go to church to please please him and for him to love me, I guess, is, you know, where I come from and <laughs> to be um, go deep, you know, firsthand. Um, but I guess from that, it was a really, really hard time for me because, um, and my respect goes out to people who are Christians and Catholics um, and believe in a higher spirit. But for me, church wasn't for me. And for an 18, 19-year-old girl, that was really, really difficult. But for me, I just wanted to to fit in. And, and so for me, I was saying yes to all these things. And I guess over time, um, I started to, to find out who I was and I understood that, you know, health and fitness was something that I, re- I was really passionate about. Um, so over time, I learned that 
I, I had to say no to things like big big nights out and, and drinks um, uh, because I wanted to get up in the morning and feel good and feel refreshed mm. and that sort of thing. So that was something that I really struggled with because I was trying to find, I guess, myself yet fit in with a group of friends, I guess, when I was, when I was quite younger. But yeah. um, how do you think, you know, how did you struggle, um, you know, when you're, when you're saying that, you know, you struggle with, with saying no to things and um, to do so many tasks, you know, to feel enough. How did, how and when did you start putting those boundaries in? It started only recently, to be honest, when mm. I started connecting the dots backwards. Um, and got to the point where I was, I was doing, I was doing all the things that everyone, like society deemed successful, what you should be doing to climb the, the, what do you call it, the career ladder, Mm. um, be in a great relationship, take all the boxes, things of that sort. And I started to realize that nothing was ever enough. And looking back, I thought about the things that actually mattered to me and things that actually made me happy were not in line with what society deemed was um, right and fulfilling and what you were meant to do at that time I really enjoyed having conversations about life mm-hmm. um, not so much academically challenging topics I wasn't really smart about general knowledge which what this which society tells you you have to be in order to consider yourself to be smart you know Absolutely. have a degree in this do uh, be competent in this at work I really enjoyed the human connection mm-hmm. um, so that was one of the things um, another thing was that I really loved fitness mm-hmm. and I didn't love it for me I loved it for the image that it brought me mm-hmm. which was like the validation of being I guess skinny mm-hmm. um, and things like that so when I started to really dive into what do I really want with my life? How do I want? What does it mean for me to be happy? That's when I started realizing to all all the things that I said yes to that weren't really producing any happiness mm-hmm. for me. So I'm like thinking, how many decisions have I made in my life that I knew deep down inside I did not want, but I did re- regardless because I thought my family would give me validation for it my friends would accept me for it and my boyfriend you know how many times like have us as girls said yes to sex because we think that that's what Mm, will validate us absolutely um you know how many times have we allowed people to treat us badly because we think that that's what will make us look like good people or Mm. nice people and that's deep down inside we're like i can't stand being around that creep you know Mm -hmm. i walk away from this conversation feeling less off than um, anything else I'd rather not be in the same room with my with a toxic a toxic family member um, but I'm just here because I think that I need to get validation from my dad mm-hmm. which is what I felt really deeply deep down inside I thought that as this role as this person I should be this and I should be that and um, what I think what really sparked um, the motivation to talk about this topic is because life has changed so much now Mm-hmm. Um, so the better mm-hmm. and the one common thing that I've realized that has you know has been a um, a tool that's helped me get here is by saying no to things that don't serve and yeah by saying no to things that Absolutely. to begin with yeah how about how about yeah. yourself I think Laura I think you've 
yeah, I can really resonate with you there because as we get older, I guess, Laura, and it's within our culture, like in Australia where we're so prone to, to drink and to have a good time. And do you know what I mean? That's embedded in our social life. You know, Christmases, big events, there's always alcohol and, yeah. and lots of food. And yeah. um, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but for people, um, I guess, that, you know, that don't value health and fitness, they're often quick to say or, or really encourage you and, and you know do that peer pressure um and encouraging yeah. to do things that you don't want to do mm. and I think something that I struggle with as I as I've learned to um you know learned about myself and develop my passion for health and fitness is I can't do that anymore and say okay I'm not going to eat that crap food and drink myself to you know, to be sick and to be hung over the next day just to fit in and, and people please because I'm the one and, you know, everyone else that does it, we're going to cop it the next day. You know, we're dealing with the consequences. Mm. And for me, I really struggled with anxiety. Um, and, you know, going back a few years ago when I was really struggling with body image, I would have these fights in my head about do I drink, do I not drink, do I eat this, do I not eat? And then when I eventually give in the next day, it was such a cycle. So for me, I had to be like, look, I cannot deal with that. And the next day, like I, I have to put my boundaries in and say no, because I need to look after myself. I just, I cannot be in the position to, to fight with my mind the next day and that anxiety of, you know, feeling crap for, you know, drinking all that and, and eating that crap food. Um, and I think, um, you know, I understand where you're coming from now as well. When we're, we can be, we can put these boundaries in place by being clear and kind. We don't have to be like, you know, no, like um, you eat your shit food and sorry, excuse my language and, and, you know, drink your drinks, you know, you're unhealthy. No, that's not the case. Yeah. People have their own choices and, you know, that might be a value for them and something that, you know, their outlet. But for mm. us, we can be like, no, um, no, that's okay. Thank you. But I actually enjoy not drinking and, and eating this type of food tonight like it makes me feel really good and I think we've talked about Laura Mm -hmm. there's a way of coming about it you can come into like a social event and be like oh no I'm not no I'm not drinking tonight and I'm on this plan and you know or you could come in and be like no I'm not drinking tonight you know I'm I'm you know I I've decided to have a health kick and I feel awesome like and I'm loving the benefits of it so it's the way you're delivering it um, and the what because you know you're not going to be convincing to your friends if you're like you know I'm on this bloody diet plan but if you're yeah. doing it because you want to feel good about it you need to sell yeah. it and make people believe it you know 100 I think the person that we really need to convince is ourselves ourselves yeah um, because if you have such conviction in yourself that no I'm not drinking tonight that's it mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter how many people um after that still prompt you to drink you're going to walk away feeling strong and confident in yourself because you didn't feel like your values were wavered because yeah. you believed in it instead of leaving at the end of the night and feeling like, oh, I should have had a drink or two. I really wanted mm-hmm. to. You know, at the end of the day, it's how it matters what you think of yourself. Yeah. Um, I like to look at it in a way that by saying no to things, you're actually opening up space to say yes to other, other things. things. Absolutely. Yeah, how many times have you actually like followed through with what you wanted to do actually mm-hmm. wanted to do said like i'm actually going to say no because i want to go for a run tomorrow i want to wake up early i actually want to go have a productive day tomorrow meet some friends do some things um 
and do what's important to me and how good have you felt after that absolutely and that's often like i love all of my friends dearly um but we have we're very social and we often you know have a few drinks and i still like right like from years ago like i'd have guilts like of leaving early or and they'd muck around and probably you know give me a hard time about it probably with love but i used to feel really really guilty about it and i'd stay there and i'd um you know i'd probably compromise my own plans and you know i guess ideas for the next day um just because to please them i guess but now like from recently um i decided like i'd go to the event i'd probably have a drink or not any at all and i'll leave because now i feel confident saying look i didn't come here you you know you love me for me you know and i've spoken to you about this too laura and it doesn't matter if i've got a drink in my hand or not i'm here to celebrate my time with you know our time together we don't you know what's alcohol got to do with anything and it's the same with food choices and those sort of things like don't let we can't let people impose their own views on what they think is right and not right just to make themselves feel comfortable in the situation yeah Yeah, 100 percent. and what's important for everyone is completely different as well so like Mm -hmm. if you're you know if you can respect somebody else for like if you want someone to respect you for for drinking mm-hmm. and not giving you a shit time saying like oh you shouldn't drink you shouldn't do this you should be doing that mm-hmm. then respect somebody else's decision to not drink as well like mm-hmm. you know it's completely fine if if a friend decides to they used to drink with us all the time oh now she's on a health kick like people just going through different phases in life that's not a reason to say like oh you've changed and mm-hmm. this and that it's the, the I guess the more we learn to love each other for who we really are, the mm-hmm. better our relationships can really be. Absolutely. That's what friends are for. You're meant, you're meant to be for, for that person through the thick or thin. People make stupid mistakes sometimes. They might they might say, like, I'm giving up drinking forever. They come back one year later tell you that was the worst decision of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? We're there for each other's journeys. Yeah. And I think as well, like... The friends that might be, you feel like, are judging you right now, mm. they they might even make those choices years down the track. So I've got a really good friend, um, and it's only until only recently that she's got, you know, right into, um, you know, health and fitness and doesn't drink as much. Like, she might have, like, do a dry July and things like that. Mm. And now she's able to relate with, you know, my choices. And, mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, but prior to that, she could not understand why you know, how I could do that and, like, how could you just go without drinking and why would you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do this gym class or whatever? Um, But it's about, you know, we've all got different um, goals and and timelines. So um, please yourself, like, put your needs first. 100%. Mm. Um, I think that leads on to um, our next point as well. What are the daily tools that you use to actually create more time for what's important to you? Mm. For yourself, Tamika, how have you... Um, how would you say this? How have you collected these tools over time? What they, what are they, and how have they changed? I guess as well. Yeah, and I guess um, you know, ours are a little bit similar um in the way that I guess if we're talking about tasks and 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 getting things done, um, I'm like you, Laura. I like to prepare myself the night before, so. If I, I usually go to the gym in the morning and if it's locked down, you know, just do a workout at home. So I'll still lay my, my workout clothes down in the morning. Mm-hmm. I will prep my lunch um, and I'll look at my um, my 
to-do list for the next day just so I can be mentally prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, Read a few pages and that sort of thing and then go to bed. When I get up, um, I try not to check my socials or emails until I've checked off my um, my little non-negotiables like my gratitudes, affirmations um, and my workout. One thing I tell people, and I've started to tell my team as well, don't reply to emails until you've you know, finish what you need to get done because you're checking off somebody else's to-do list, which is only something that I've started embedding probably in the last few months after listening to um, to Ed Marlette or yeah. um, I reckon it was, um, which has really helped me because it's so true. We get so caught up in attending to somebody else's needs and um, to-do list that we forget about ours. Um, I'll work out my priorities for the day, but something I always do is be kind to yourself. Like for me, I always say, look, if I didn't get this done, just reflect on it. Why didn't I get this done? Um, and then either tackle that problem or tackle that barrier and, you know, try and do it again the next day. Mm-hmm. Life's way too short to be hard on ourselves and just constantly giving ourselves a hard time for not getting things done. But there's obviously a reason we need to get to the bottom of it um, and work out a, a plan to um, to address that moving forward. But um, yeah, there are a couple of my little things, but uh, I'm keen to hear, you know, some of your the what the tools and, and strategies that you've got up your sleeve laura for sure um mine yeah like you mentioned mine are very similar to yours I'm a big believer in planning ahead mm-hmm. um planning to succeed is usually half the battle like without a plan there's so many outcomes that could potentially happen um but my take on this is not so much just um setting up your day for um as a like as a task list mm-hmm. or just for uh, goals that you want to achieve and uh, milestones in your career or fitness goals, things mm. like that. But also mindset goals, I think that's made a really big difference with me. It's like there's different cylinders in life and like in order for your life to be balanced, you need to have um, health, grow in your relationship, grow in your career, grow in self-development, grow in fitness um, and all sorts of uh, different aspects. So the more areas in life that you can grow together, the more fulfilled and more wholesome you'll feel. Mm. So with my practices, I've implemented daily um, self-care as well. And I plan for these um, ahead in advance. So I'll open up, um, look through a podcast that I want to listen to in the morning when I go on my walks. This is what I'm going to listen to. Um, align things with where I want to go in life. Because mm-hmm. you're not, not every day in, you're going to be feeling great and to do the things that you actually should be doing. So some days I might wake up and if I've got nothing arranged for um, to listen in the car, I might just listen to music. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that as well, but it's every little every little step and every little effort that you take does count, mm-hmm. especially in your life. Um, and to if you don't plan something within that time, if you get a phone call or if you've got like, you'll allow anything to take the place of that, um, that space of time. You really will. So mm-hmm. like, for example, if you've got kids, if you've got a partner and they... Um, and you haven't already planned your session at the gym or you haven't planned the time to sit down and read a book or you know read some development stuff for your career for yourself then you, if your partner's just asking you hey babe can you pick up the groceries today you'd be like okay cool yeah mm-hmm. but then if you've got already something planned then you'd be like actually I haven't finished reading my, my book yet this is really important to me mm-hmm. are you able to pick it up and mm-hmm. chances is that they'll say yes mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot of the time, if you're available to other people, then like you said before with the emails, you will be on their schedule. Mm-hmm. So if you're filling up your time with little things that you need to do that are important to you, at least you know that 
at the end of the day, if I've completed my task and I've still got extra energy, I can give that to my friends and my family. I love that. And you don't yeah. and you won't feel like you're walking out of the day like someone's robbed you of your time and mm-hmm. I just give and give and give and I'm just so exhausted all the time. Mm-hmm. I have no time for myself. Yeah. Um, and I've read in Men from Mars, Women from Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really, really like the book. It's more about the male and female biology, how we accept and receive love. And it's really brought my attention to how, especially as um, I read it initially just to understand how um, my partner would feel and how I can communicate better. But I ended up learning a lot of things about uh, myself as well as a female. So one of the things that he says is that females receive uh feel loved when they're cherished Mm. and they as a woman the way that we love somebody else is we give Mm. we love someone we give and we give and we give and usually we're the last people on our list so what often happens is that we end up giving too much and then we end up resenting the people around us Mm. because we have nothing left to give so So, um, from that i took that you do need to prioritize yourself you need to give to yourself first, make sure that you're happy. And saying no doesn't mean that you're letting anyone down. Mm-hmm. You're just teaching them how to respect your time and your space as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's totally, and like I was saying before, it's putting those boundaries in. And we don't we don't need to be nasty about it. We just be kind and compassionate. We just express our needs in an assertive way mm-hmm. um, and just say what we need Um you know, to get us through because otherwise you're right. We, we will, we'll start to resent our loved ones and that's not what we want. Um, something else I was going to say about when you were talking about um, planning your day, like putting these, you know, your priorities in place and, and, you know, saying no to things, which is great. But something I've also started implementing is flexible time. So okay. usually my day, and I'm probably referring more to my work day at the moment because it's usually back to back. But what I've started to do is implementing some free time within there just in case you know because things do come up and I don't have children right now but you know in the future um you know what if um you know your child was sick or you know um and they need an early pickup or you know your a family member was unwell or something like that a, a friend needed your help um if we were, if we were you know chock a block and we had um you know one thing after another and we we're just so flat out busy we we aren't able to attend to these things so things that I've started to do is just just being really conscious of my time um, and not, you know, planning things back to back and trying to fill my calendar in because mm. we do, like, we need to allow that flexibility um, and, yeah, time to attend to, to things that are priorities, I guess. Um, so that's something that, yeah, I found really useful. 100%. Yeah. I think there's another thing that I like to add to that as well is I've found a real um, boost... Um, in this little thing that I've been little tool that I've been using lately to establish habits um, I know there's a lot of talk about how 30 days will establish a good habit how I don't know these all these numbers fly around 10,000 hours make you a, a professional and things like that um, but for me personally the best plan is sticking to something long enough to overcome enough obstacles Mm. to prove yourself wrong that even though it's not convenient I still want to do this and when you've done that that actually becomes a habit so even like um 
um, saying no. That's why I'm a big advocate of planning things out because in the beginning, it's not going to feel natural. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. even saying like, no, I can't do this or even making scheduling yourself up for success, let's say um, exercise, right? Everyone can relate to that. Um, A lot of us would need, a lot of us sometime in our life we need before the bandwagon of... um, of being fit and healthy, we let ourselves go a little bit, which is completely fine. The be- the only thing that is bad is when we don't get back up. Yes. So yeah. as long as we keep trying, you always get better. Mm-hmm. You learn along the way. So what I find really helpful is use an example of exercising. If you want to get back on track, do it 30 days straight. No weekends, no days off. You don't have to go at super, super intense all the time. You could go for a walk. Mm-hmm some sort of exercise but make sure you do it every single day mm-hmm. uh, for me what I've worked is uh, sorry for me what I found has worked is doing it first thing in the morning because mm-hmm. morning hours are the hours that you can get that no one else is going to disturb true. yeah the later during the day that you plan to uh, for something to be done the easier for it to be pushed back or get interrupted mm-hmm. so for me the first thing if there's anything that I want to do first thing um, that's important to me. Do it first thing in the morning. Get them all out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and for 30 days straight, like, like some people are going to be like, oh, don't be so hard on yourself. That's not healthy. But I mean, for for a lot of us, we've been slack most of our lives. Mm. What's 30 days mm. in trying to be a better person? Mm. You know, like over the weekend, I might wake up in the morning and say that this is really important to me. It's not convenient but maybe I can go in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But as long as you make sure you get it done every single day for 30 days, I reckon you come out a different person. Absolutely. And Whether love- you decide to continue for the every day, that's completely up to you. But I think the most important is establish that habit. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's really great. And I'd like to take it on a sort of different uh, lens for those who are very, I'd say, you know, type A personalities and they probably need to slow down. Mm. You know, you could even use that metaphor, that um, framework to be like, okay, for 30 days straight, I'm actually going to implement 10 minutes of meditation every day. You know, it doesn't have to, yeah. you know, we're talking about exercise as one example, but I know true, that there's true. people that are probably, you know, they might be a bit, like I've been in the past, you know, a bit obsessive where if I set myself another body challenge, I'm just going to drive myself insane. Where some <laughs> people might be like, okay, for 30 days straight, I'm going to journal or 30 days straight, true, I'm going to do gratitude. True, so, you know, doing the, like, it's, you know, it's adaptable. You can use mm-hmm. different things for your own circumstances. Um, so I think it's really great, um, you know, for someone that might be a little bit overweight or unhealthy, they might be like, okay, that's, you know, that's theirs. But meditation for them is probably being, they've been doing meditation their whole lives and it's just not getting them <laughs> off the couch, you know? So there's different, um, I guess we need to take it for our own circumstances and be true to yourself. Don't go, um, you know, it's only yourself that is keeping yourself accountable. So yeah, I love that. I really love that. What do you think, Laura, um, moving on from that, like from all of this put together, tell me what the impacts of saying no has had on your life. To make it short and concise, because I could go on about the benefits forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never going back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's helped me create the, the life that I actually truly desire. Mm-hmm. It's like a process of elimination mm-hmm. of filtering what I don't want in my life Mm -hmm. what am I saying yes to that doesn't actually help me build the life that I want you know if I want to be a caring compassionate successful person um, that can accomplish anything that she puts her mind to what are the traits of this person so I can't be everything Mm -hmm. Um, I can't do everything to 
I mean, I could I could do everything, but there's a highly inefficient way to head in one direction. You can't go left and right and left and right in order to go straight. That's just not efficient. So for me, the impact that it has is also made me very uh, much more confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much more confident and just the ability to. I don't know who I am. You, when you know who you are, you filter your life out. The, you you don't find you don't find friends. You attract friends. You attract relationships. You attract opportunities. So the more in line and more in tune you are with saying yes to the right things, then the right things start coming your way. That's like um, to give you an example. Is let's say okay you you want to be the most successful. Uh, most successful person that you can be, right? Live the best life possible. Um, these are a couple of questions you can ask yourself. Reflect on your, your daily habits. Say, like, does the successful person and happy person I want to be eat junk food and watch Netflix all day? No. Does the person I want to do to be do the bare minimum at work all day? Do they show up doing the least? Mm-hmm. No. Does the person I want to be working a job that I hate? No. Um... Does the person I want to be break promises they make to themselves? No. Mm. Mm. So I, I found that very helpful. It's It was quite confronting in the beginning. I was like, so what do I actually need to become? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big void. After I say no, what's there to replace that? So I think that that becomes your journey. Absolutely. Uh, and it's so beautiful because it could be anything. And it's about finding out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and finding out what is truly important to you. Yes, I love that. And I'm nodding the whole time you're saying this just because that is everything that, you know, that's exactly what I think, Laura. I think, you know, by learning to say no to things that don't fill us up or serves us allows us to prioritise ourselves. You know, I feel like saying no helps us really um, be in tune with our identity and our sense of belonging. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's exactly what you're saying about it's the law of attraction you know we're not we don't have to start putting ourselves into these groups or into these you know um different identities to feel like we belong we we don't have to do that anymore we just need to say no and do what we feel is right you know what's our um intuition telling us around uh what we want to do so for me i feel like you know and we both we live really busy lives um so i've started to know that if i'm feeling you know stressed or overwhelmed I might have to say with compassion to my friends, oh, I'm just really not up to tonight or today. Um, you know, I might, and I know that, you know, we've done it before, you know, mm-hmm. can we, you know, try again? Because we have to, in order for us to look after others and, um, you know, do the things that we love, we have to put some boundaries in place and look after ourselves. Um, and, you know, I I love helping people and I, I want to continue doing this, but I know that if I keep giving and giving and giving without, you know, saying no to some things like I'm not going to have anything else to pour from um and it's been really hard and I think some of my friends might still struggle with that um and I I stress all the time when I say no I do I get into this this state of mind where I'm like oh gosh what are they thinking do they think I'm a terrible person I Mm -hmm. joke around with this one friend Mm -hmm. um if I say something like oh I'm so sorry I can't make this or whatever and she doesn't reply I'll be like Dot, 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 dot. Like in a message, she's like, haha, I'm like, you're making me overthink what's going on. Are you angry at me? Like, she know, um, and she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, because I just stress. Like, I really stress about, you know, letting other people down. But I have to remind myself, 
I've put in my boundary. I've told them what, like, and I'm not saying it, you know, in a nasty way. I'm just saying, I'm really sorry. I need, I have to attend to this tonight or I need, you know, I need to, you know, implement some self-care. Um, and that's okay. That is okay. Yeah. Um, so it's something that I've um, I started learning to do. And I'll, I'm still struggling, but I'm, I'm feeling more confident, you know, in who I am. Yeah. Um, and I think it's exactly, you know, what I said about the law of attraction. Uh, you know, we like we met a few months ago, Laura, like in, um, and I think that's great. Like we're surrounding ourselves with like-minded people and by putting in our boundaries and um, doing the things that serve us. Mm. Mm. How do you find like saying no has um, significantly, I guess, impacted your life or changed aspects of your life? Yeah, well, it's led me to, like, I'm a very, for me, I'll tell you, like, I am a type A personality, I'm career-focused, I love, you know, studying and those sort of things. It's allowed me to achieve my goals. It's allowed me to, um, you know, to be open to opportunities and take on other things because I'm not, you know, going out every weekend and, and getting drunk. I'm not... Um, you know, even with like health and fitness goals, like I'm, I'm committed, I'm disciplined, like I do the things that I want to do and I know what my values are. Um, so I think, yeah, to put it in a nutshell, I think it's, yeah, saying no has helped me achieve my goals and, you know, my happiness. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. That's really, I feel like because um, from as, as a third person watching you um, lead your life, I don't see what goes on on the inside. Mm. And to be able to hear your part of the story as well, that's so, that's so inspiring because I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners can relate to being type A personalities, always trying to do more, always trying to please everybody around them just because they can, because mm-hmm. they build up this capacity to. But like you mentioned many, many times, to have that compassion for ourselves to say, just because I can do it doesn't mean that I have to. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so true, Laura. Um, yeah, I guess it's been a really... Good one, Laura. Is it like if you could leave one thing with the listeners today, um, what would that be? One takeaway. If there's one thing, oh, one thing. I live very strongly by this um, belief now that if you can't decide what you need in life, no one else can give that to you. That's mm-hmm. the one thing only you can give to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have. One life, literally. You have one bit of your 20s to live. Once you get to your 30s, there's no going back. And if you let your 30s go by by abiding to everyone else's rules and priorities but yours, that's going to go by. And you're going to hit 40. You're never coming back to 30. You hit 50, 60. You have literally one life. You have so much good inside of you. Everyone has so much potential. And we are wasting it away by not cultivating it developing it to share that with others imagine the amazing parent you could be the amazing leader you could be all of the opportunities you have right now because you've pushed yourself in practicing saying no in order to say yes to the things that mean uh, mean more to you you do you do get new friendships you do create new relationships because of the person you are now because you are better and more capable you can actually bring your friends up now yeah. and you know can support the people you actually care about so if there's one thing um, I can leave uh, audience with is that really think about where you want your life to be in five years from now do you want to be exactly where you are mm-hmm. does that scare you do you want this to be the rest of your life or do you want something different and better for yourself if you do it always Everything stops with one step. 
one step at a time and continuously doing it and facing um, the obstacles and inconveniences that come with that and only by overcoming the inconveniences can we truly create the life that we desire absolutely that was so well said I can't even top that <laughs> it's not about topping though oh, I no, never but you just said it. you just said everything Laura that was just beautiful and I think um without regurgitating what you just said I think it is I think if something doesn't serve you let it go like if you're starting to feel overwhelmed and stressed just think what can you let go of you know what are some little things that each day that you feel like no this isn't serving me um you know it could be you know a toxic relationship something that you need to revisit but also something that I was just thinking about is when we are thinking this way and learning to say no can we just take a second to develop that compassion for other people as well and not making you know putting um you know peer pressuring our friends as well because we can all get into that habit and i know for me like i i've really struggled with peer pressure um so now when someone actually says no to to you know you um really think about that and understand and develop that compassion and empathy for that other person because we don't know what they're going through they might you know they might be going through some mental health issues um they might be working towards a something that they're really passionate about that they um you know that they haven't shared with you just because you know we don't know um so really just take that that time to think about that for the other person too and and you know when they're saying no so um yeah but that's just probably my takeaways but Oh, this has been really nice. I like this one. I think it's really timely that we had this conversation, Laura, because boundaries is something that everyone, you know, will be working on <laughs> throughout their lives. 100%, yeah. If not now, then when? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tamika, as well. I, I'll enjoy this with you, as always. We always have great chats. But um, if you guys enjoyed the show, um, you can definitely find us and follow us on Instagram at biggirlthings underscore podcast. That's where we share snippets of the podcast from previous episodes um, and also where we have updates. And for you guys to leave some feedback and let us know what you want to listen to, Um, and hear us talk about as well so as always thanks for tuning in again guys and we will see you in the next one thanks guys